Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself continue our discussion on vocation. Welcome to Being Lutheran. I'm Pastor Brett Bowe, and I have with me... Pastor Jason Goodham. And Pastor Brian Rickey. Yeah, we are continuing to talk about vocation. Say it with me. Vocation. Yeah, yeah we're... I'm so depressed about that. Yeah. <laughs> You're already sick of it. Brian's like, can we talk about the Trinity, please? Uh, yeah, you know? right. But actually, yeah. the Trinity plays out in vocation mm-hmm. as the image bearers of God. Yes, yes. And in the way I've started at my church teaching the Apostles' Creed is to talk about the vocations of God. Mm-hmm. You got creator, redeemer, and sanctifier. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to look at the roles of the Trinity mm-hmm. and how uh, yeah. God interacts with his creation. There's a good summary there of, of uh, catechism there, yep. coming from the catechism. Love yep. the catechism. Yeah. And just good. like I reminded my Bible study last night, remind everyone again, because it's been a while, read mm-hmm. the large catechism mm-hmm. frequently, often, uh, all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With my confirmation students, I always call it the, the large cat and I make a the large meow cat. noise. I'm sure they, they love that. They love it. And yeah. they should roar, actually. Roar. Then, yeah, then, hey, there you roar. go. Then you roar. should, then you pull up YouTube videos of cats. <laughs> no. Wish there were more of those. We don't quite, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. No, anyway, we, <laughs> we're, we're finishing off today our mm-hmm. discussion on vocation in the family. Yes. We've done the two parts of the lesson. We've yep. done the Old Testament, and now we're on mm-hmm. to the New Testament. And, and if you haven't listened to those, maybe go back and listen to the last three episodes to yep. get the the full arc of this. Just uh, give us grace with our squirreliness. Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> There's a little yep. helium leak in the room. Mm-hmm. We found out, and we that's been repaired in Brian's studio. So <laughs> helium be high. Like straight meth from maybe the house next door or something. <laughs> but um, it was fun though. Yeah. But we're on Ephesians 5 yes. and 6 today, and yes. we've predominantly spent most of our time talking about vocation and mm-hmm. marriage, and, and, yeah, and which is understandable right. because marriage is the primary relationship yep. in our most people's lives for the majority of their lives. Mm-hmm. But we really do want to spend a good amount of time mm-hmm. talking about the vocation of parent and child. Yes. Uh, and we're, we're still going to touch on marriage a little bit, but we're going to spend most of our time in Ephesians 6 today talking about mm-hmm. that. Yep. Yeah, and before we get to Ephesians 6, let's just talk a little bit more, tie up a few loose ends in terms of uh, the husband and wife relationship. And uh, I suppose we got to talk about it. It's the big S word. <laughs> not the dun, one you're dun, thinking. Yeah, not not, not the swear word. Yeah, right. <laughs> not sports. <laughs> <laughs> Bible is very clear. Uh, sanctification. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's, it's right here in Ephesians. Uh, or you wives, mean you mean are? Yeah. You know, because there is refcon coming up here. Yeah, yeah, so is yeah, it right. that? I don't know. Has it passed by now? When this episode? No, we'll Ooh, be we'll be right up right up against it. I'm just yeah. really trying to avoid the word submission. Is what yeah, I'm really right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Let's go back to sports. Right. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'd rather talk about sports than, than submission. Than submission. Yeah. Or how the Yankees put the Twins in submission. Is that what we're talking about? I hate you so much <laughs> right now. <laughs> that was almost embarrassing. Oh, it yeah. Would, it would it would be nice. And, and side note, and sorry for non-sports fans listening, it would be nice even in this slump the Twins have if it would look like. 
the Twins are at least <laughs> playing the same sport the Yankees are playing. Uh, yes. Oh my, that was but embarrassing. Their pitching but is so much deeper. How'd the mm-hmm. White Sox do in the playoffs this year, oh, Brett? Just <laughs> swimmingly. Yeah. Uh, golfing was good for them. Yeah. Huh? Right. Drowningly. <laughs> <or what? laughs> But, you know, if you haven't signed up for RefCon 2019, that's coming up November 2nd. You can do so on the websites of your church, correct? FaithLutheran-AFLC.org. Find us on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, even the link to the registration uh, should be up on the Being Lutheran website, Mm -hmm. too, if you find us. Aside from us talking about vocation in the three states, we're also going to do a live broadcast and have food. And there'll be lunch catered. Yep, we're looking forward to all of that. Yes. I'm uh, really hoping we have a good turnout. It's going to be Ludafist and Fest and Lessa. <laughs> and now just we don't kidding. have anyone yeah, there. Right. <laughs> just like no, that. The no. piece of cod yeah. that passes all, all understanding. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's let's stop avoiding the... the, <laughs> the Wait, we danced around that for yeah, two and a half no minutes. Kidding. That was yes. great. Yeah. So yeah. submission. Submission, right. And this is an area, especially in today's woke culture, I guess is what you'd say. <laughs> Uh, we've all been, we've all been trained mm-hmm. that, especially as men, that we should be a little queasy talking about submission in a marriage mm-hmm. relationship. Well, and I, right? I think mm-hmm. that's been part of the problem. I think is just mm-hmm. I, I will be honest with you. I think there is a lot of bad theology about this mm-hmm. uh, out yeah. there, and I, I think that um, it's hard to do the work on this because you kind of have to really dig into. And mm-hmm. we've talked about this off off mic. Uh, the image bearer of God aspect, yep. the, uh, the idea of the Trinity and the yep. ordained order revealed, you know, in, in Scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus as, you know, being the the one who humbled himself, emptied himself. Yet, as, as he even said, the Father is greater than I. We think about that and we have... We have to understand the context of that, and not and not just say, "Oh, well, the Father must be better or more ma- majestic or more powerful mm-hmm. than Jesus," and that's just not the case mm-hmm. at all. And yeah. so, it it does. It requires mm-hmm. work, and you can't just take one or two scriptures. You've yeah. got to look uh, actually at the whole of Scripture <gasps> to understand. Yep, that, that takes that time. The, it does, yeah, right. <laughs> and you know what? It takes work. And I, I'm just going to say this as nicely as I can. I think this has been the lethargy of the church mm-hmm. in getting a lot of this wrong and trying to come up with anecdotes. You know, pres- prescriptive statements about this that don't really represent scripture. And so I'm glad we're talking about it today. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing because yeah. I think a lot of people are afraid. And I think that's been part of the problem. Sure. Yeah. Have you guys had a good, have you ever used the definition of the word submission? Has that been helpful as you've talked to the people that you've interacted well, with? I know this may sound like. Well, of course, Brian's going to say this, but I do use the Trinity. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, and I've, I've shared this with many people, and I don't know how much I've said it here, but I, I took about three to four years of just studying really kind of outside of my own personal thing, of studying nothing but the Trinity. And it's amazing how everything just fell into place for me. Mm-hmm. I don't have all the answers, but in the area of this, when you understand the Trinity, especially in light of Christ's incarnation, man, it because Christ is the example for the husband and Christ's example for the wife. Mm-hmm. And as you begin to understand that, and then you understand uh, the Trinity as much as we can, of course, I, I've only scratched the surface, it's actually a lot easier to to dialogue about mm-hmm. submission and the willing submission that Jesus even participated in. Mm-hmm. And how, again, that doesn't mean that, that Jesus is any less dignified or any less important. That doesn't mean that at all. It's just that this is God's ordained order, and it kind of comes down mm-hmm. to God's design and the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't... <laughs> 
I have problems in today's day and age, um, probably because of the prevalent postmodernism and relying on definitions. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what the original definition of the word is or the definition yeah, in context, change it around. The submission today almost necessarily comes with some sort of layer of degradation mm-hmm. or evaluation maybe is a better way of yeah. um, talking about it. And so I don't, when, when I teach submission and, and you know, I, I think maybe there's a couple landmarks we should hit. Uh, the, the place where I'm teaching submission the most is in premarital counseling, talking about mm-hmm. the marriage relationship. Yep. Submission does not mean that it is God's will for the wife to be barefoot pregnant mm-hmm. and in the kitchen her entire life. Woman, That's, make me a sandwich. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's not that. But but the, the two... Sorry. If he's Sorry. expressed by Brett Miller, not necessarily that of uh, being Lutheran. Playing the role of a bigot today. <laughs> yeah, right. Lutheran. No, I, I, just, I just, for some reason that I had a group of friends that, said that a lot in talking about this topic yeah. in like a joking way. But it, but it, in the same I, sense though, mm-hmm. that because the church has done such a horrible job, yeah, you yeah. know, we, we are part to blame in this and yeah. we have to own that. Sure. So. Well, and the caricatures become a way of avoiding it too is mm-hmm. the problem. And so the positive landmarks we want to look at, uh, the, the two reminders we have, and Brian's kind of alluded to it too, is we would remember first of all that God's created order mm-hmm. Uh, is a first article of the creed gospel promise to us. Mm -hmm. You know, when we confess the creed, God is creator of heaven and earth. He created heaven and earth with a specific order for our good. And and I think a lot of the breakdowns and the arguments and the debates is that both sides are using law arguments to describe God intending this for us to be good. Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing we ignore and and we can bring that up. The other thing, I don't ever teach this section on submission without pointing to wife cannot think about submission in a marriage relationship without looking at how Christ Mm -hmm. describes the role of the husband in this same passage. Mm -hmm. And and what's so interesting about it, submission is almost a passing thought. Right. In this, it's like the first verse, wives must submit to their husbands, mm-hmm. and then husbands get like 10 verses yeah, right. on how they're supposed to care yep. for the wife. In, in, in the reality of the situation is a wife cannot submit to her husband apart from faith in the promise mm-hmm. that, first of all, their marriage is a reflection mm-hmm. of Christ's relationship right. with the church. Yep. Um, that's well, one of the best things I heard in a training session on premarital counseling is one of the things we have to remember as pastors is the reality being described in Ephesians 5 is Christ in the church. And the marriage relationship is a reflection of that, not vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, is that the husbands are called, again, and we've touched on this in previous episodes, husbands are called to love sacrificially mm-hmm. their wives yeah. based on Christ's sacrificial yep. love Amen. for the church. In that way, submission becomes a relief when the wife can comfortably and confidently know that when she submits mm-hmm. to her husband— her husband is already, by the decree of God, acting sacrificially mm-hmm. in yep. her favor for her it's benefit. Two sides of the same coin. Yeah, exactly. It is because mm-hmm. the, as a male leader, as the you know the spiritual leader of a house, it is our primary responsibility as husbands to foster and nurture a, a biblical spiritual environment for your wife to succeed, mm-hmm. feel safe, yeah. and feel loved. Yep. 
And Amen. that's not easy. And it does take sacrificial mm-hmm. covenantal love. It, it is. It's not. It's more than a feeling. Yeah, but it's more than that. It is a. It is a commitment to look first at the covenant love of God yeah. revealed in Christ Jesus, and and then um, in the power right. of the God's grace and His Holy Spirit to say, Lord, enable me to carry this out. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. it's a reminder that we as husbands are called when we're making decisions. Mm-hmm aren't called simply to make the best decision, right. but the best decision for our wives. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and that might not always seem like there's a lot of difference to that, but it's a very nuanced thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not just getting in a debate where you're with your wife where there's disagreement. It's saying, okay, this is what's going to be best for my wife. Mm-hmm. This is that sacrificial thing where you are willingly, at times, causing yourself to suffer mm-hmm. for the good of your wife. Yep. And that's that's all about what vocation is. It's all about mm-hmm. what loving your neighbor is and fulfilling the second table yep. of the law yep. is that I am sacrificing mm-hmm. my own good for the sake of my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and, and God and, doesn't need my good works, but my wife does. Yes. Yeah. But at the mm-hmm. same time, we are then fulfilling the first table by honoring God's design. Well, that's the first table is all about listening to God's word, trusting in God's word and, and, you know, repentance. And Speaking faith. of listening to God's word, maybe we mm-hmm. should read our text. Yeah. Right. Well, we, Brett wanted to get the marriage stuff out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just get that stuff out of the way. Yeah. So, yeah, and yep. so submission mm-hmm. becomes the point where a wife is submitting mm-hmm. on the confidence that her marriage is built on the biblical principle of her wife mm-hmm. or her husband, sorry, playing the role of Christ. Yeah, which uh, which marriage. podcast is this? <laughs> <laughs> the ELCA being with her. Oh, no. oh my goodness! <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that's yeah. where we and and you really just cannot have a productive conversation about submission mm-hmm. without those realities yep. before us. Mm-hmm. I, I sometimes tell premarital couples, which role would you rather have? Okay. <laughs> yeah, look at the look at the description. Looking at both, yeah. <laughs> You know, because if ultimately, if you look at even the the fall in the Garden of Eden, you know, again, who ate the fruit first, and then mm-hmm. who does Paul talk about in Romans? And so, there is an aspect of responsibility and accountability that men mm-hmm. will have in this, mm-hmm. and that's that's a good scary thing. Mm-hmm. I know that that was what scary. shook me. Honestly, yeah. it kind of shook mm-hmm. me out because for the first seven years of our marriage. I was not a very good spiritual leader at all. In fact, I was a horrible one. Mm-hmm. And I remember somebody preaching on that and God really convicted me in a mm-hmm. good way. And I'm going, I am really, you know, stinking it up in this area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I I just, that, that that was a good shake for mm-hmm. me. So, yeah. Yeah, good. All right, well, let's, let's get into the other um, family vocation, that of children and parents, parents and children. Mm-hmm. Remember, vocation comes in pairs. Mm-hmm. And so we have another pair. And uh, so I'll read Ephesians 6 uh, here for us. It says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Amen. God's Amen. word. Yeah. God's Good. word for today. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So here we have in Ephesians 6, right after the section in Ephesians 5, um, description about the vocation of parenting, vocation of being a child, which, you know, that's an, that was one that I had never really thought much on. You know, I thought more about being a parent. Mm-hmm. But there's a vocation for a child, too. Yeah. And it's the first one covered in that pair. Yeah, right. You know, the yep. order of it is Paul, 
by under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, describe how do children love their parents? And what's so interesting about that question in loving our parents is the primary way God gives children to love their parents is laid out Mm -hmm. as obedience. Yes. Mm -hmm. And in our sinful nature, when when we look at it from the, the perspective of those who are called to obey, the, we're not looking for ways to obey. The first question we're asking is, are they worth obeying? Mm-hmm. And that is outside of the flow of thought, at least here in Ephesians. And mm-hmm. now it is not to remove all responsibility from parents. And actually that comes up here in the verse. Mm-hmm. No. And, and, you know, this is this, this, this is that prescribed God ordained design mm-hmm. that the parents are loving in a covenantal way. Um, but I think it's worth discussing, you know, what happens when parents, maybe they're drug dealers and then go ask their <laughs> kid to, to go sell some crack on the corner. Right. Then how do we apply this scripture to that situation? Mm-hmm. And, and how we apply this scripture to that situation is we remember, and we've pointed it out multiple times in this arc, mm-hmm. these episodes arc, that the, the beauty, especially of the family estate, is that God himself provides the gospel fulfillment, especially to those who have been abused mm-hmm. or exploited by the breakdown in these relationships. Yeah. You know, we, we, we yep. stated earlier, <clears throat> on the one hand, when these relationships in the family break down, there is the most pain, mm-hmm. whether it's divorce mm-hmm. or abuse or whatever the case might be in well, the family. Well, it's our closest neighbor. It's and, a, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but on the other side, God is the fulfillment of a good father. Yep. And Christ is the fulfillment as the bride of Christ. Yep. And it's, uh, I, I know, and in, 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 in there's mm-hmm. a lot of pain when people wrestle with dealing with, you know, if you've had an abusive father, it might not seem on the surface like God as father is a loving image, but most of the people I've talked to have come out of abusive relationships say, that was my comfort. Well, Mm -hmm. and I can be, I can speak directly to that because I I did. And the thing that I had to kind of come to a realization of myself is, is God with me through this? You know, is God leading me to someplace better Mm -hmm. than the current situation I'm in? And through God's grace and love and mercy, uh, in love, I actually confronted my dad in mm-hmm. love, and we have a relationship now that's been redeemed through Christ mm-hmm. that we awesome. would not have had had I not spoken the truth in love. And so Christ showed me a better way, and he did mm-hmm. uh, allow redemption to happen, but I didn't resist it either. And I think that's key too. When you're in those bad situations, you know, you don't, and you don't get to choose it. And I'd love to apologize to anyone who is in a situation because we're the family, like you said, we're thrust into that situation. Mm -hmm. Aside from our marriage, you know, as children, we're thrust into that situation. But God is with you. And there is redemption on the other side, even though you may not see it right at this moment. Mm -hmm. And, and we would remember in that, that the olive branch that Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, throws to us us is that the image he's describing is a principle, not a one-for-one correlation so that, you know, it's principally speaking, this is how it works. But, but, but the basis for that is that this is God's ordered creation. And Mm -hmm. so uh, when the family is functioning 
as God's ordered creation, in God's ordered yeah, creation, right. obedience is the primary lay, way in which we love our parents. Mm-hmm. Now, again, we live in a broken, yep. sinful yep. society, and we would also say obedience is the primary way we love our parents, but it is not the only way we love mm-hmm. our parents. And, and like you said, Brian, you confronted your father yep. because he was yep. not holding up his end of that ordered creation. Mm-hmm. And, and that fostered reconciliation mm-hmm. and repentance and yeah. forgiveness. Yep. And, you know, it also yep. fostered redemption in my own family with my own children. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Wonderful. recently I got to speak at the Bible school at chapel mm-hmm. on Tuesday and I hadn't seen Eliah over a month and he's in his first year there. And we had just a special time together and Good. he just came up and just gave me this hug that Good. ministered to me oh, in such a way. And so it that wasn't necessarily obedience, so to speak, but he expressed a genuine mm-hmm love yep. for me that is such a, a right. redemptive picture of the father's love for us. And I think too, when we were talking about being a child, it's not just about the law aspect of vocation, but there's a gospel aspect oh. of it too, of not only are you, you in your vocation as a child, you're called to love, but God also loves you through your parents mm-hmm. and through providing for your needs. And that's, and, that's fourth petition. That's yeah, daily bread kind yes, of stuff. Yep. And I mean, and mm-hmm. it, I'm blessed. I have a great relationship with my parents. I have a great mm-hmm. relationship with my spouses, my wife's parents. Yeah. Um, and and it, it really helps us understand the flip side. Then parents mm-hmm. have a specific call to love their children. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, don't provoke them to anger. Yeah. And then bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, which we would remember. And Brian, you're, you're exceptional at pointing this out. The whole purpose of the catechism is that it it falls in the hand of the father. Yeah. And, right. and basically it's it's the church's answer to this is how you're supposed to love your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you you raise them up in the instruction of the Lord. Now, there, there there's all sorts of things and we're running out of time here, but the <laughs> parents not provoking your kids to anger. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh it's I have to watch myself because I kind of joke around Lord, tongue in cheek. Yeah. yeah. I joke around tongue in cheek. I, I say ninety percent of parenting is just messing with your kids. And, <laughs> you know, it, it, the use of funny. sarcasm. The, the use of sarcasm yeah. or for for those of you who are fans, my model as a father, uh the kind of my oh, hero no. is Calvin's dad from oh. the comic strip Calvin and Hobbes. The I'm, way he I'm glad you didn't say Calvin. like Homer Simpson. No, or not Homer. <laughs> Archie Bunkers. No, yeah, right. no, no, it's it's you know, it's just, I like to tease my kids. I like to make them think, Mm -hmm. you know, I like to have fun at their expense from time to time, but it's a call. (laughs) It's a call that whatever we're doing, whether it's teasing, whether it's discipline, whether it's, you know, whatever the case may be to not provoke them to anger or or another translation is don't exasperate Mm -hmm. your kids. And I really Mm -hmm. like the the English kind of image that that carries with mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But then the way we don't do that, the flip side of that coin then principally is mm-hmm. we raise them to be Christians. Yeah, right. We, we, we yep. use teach the, the catechism, yep. teach the word, model the word. And then we mentioned in the last episode or, or two episodes ago now mm-hmm. that disciplining your kids and instructing them is a way that we suffer mm-hmm. for our own children. It's, mm-hmm. you know, discipline should not be a pleasurable hurts me or as much as yeah, it hurts you. <laughs> enjoyable thing for a parent. It's, it's something that when I have to discipline my yeah. kids yep. and not only am I wrestling with disappointment that my kids did something worth punishing, but it just, I, I like to be kind and affectionate with my kids and not be stern and, mm-hmm. and not, you know, affect their happiness. But this is part of that created order that God gives us. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. And when it's all work, you know, it'll never work perfectly. But if we can, as an act of worship, you know, again, not because we have to, but because we get to in the freedom of Christ Jesus, if we operate this way in our in our home as best mm-hmm. we can under the power and, and, and guide of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. it, it is a very peaceful and joy-filled thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Amen. Amen. Well, I have uh, an ending verse coming from Ephesians. I always love this because... Uh, there's always hope. And so I, I don't know where our listeners are at and maybe you're struggling in your marriage or even dealing with your kids or, or, but I just really feel that this would encourage you because God is always the answer and uh, Christ Jesus. has redemption. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, always look to him. And so here we go. Ephesians chapter three. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we could ask or think, according to the power at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also, invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please join us next week as we continue our discussion on the three estates of vocation. God bless you and have a great week.